this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, I'm going to bring you back to the area that I love the most in the world. That's right. We're going to go inside Detroit, but technically, we're inside Detroit, but not inside Detroit. Oh, the area is surrounded by Detroit, but it's its own little city. And it's called Hamtramck. It's a Polish city in the heart of Detroit. Now, I know that it's not only Polish, but everybody knows Hamtramck is the largest concentration of Polish people in probably the Midwest. I mean, come on. The Pope, John Paul, came and dedicated. Pope Park. He appeared here. That's how deep it is the tie to Poland with Hamtramck is. You can see that eagle flying, baby, everywhere you go. So what are we going to talk about this episode? We'll open up your big book of stuff and turn to cities inside Detroit because there's more than one, believe it or not. And we're going to talk about Hamtramck and specifically a restaurant you need to know called Polish Village. Let's get started. Now, Polish Village is the quintessential experience in Hamtramck. I had to take my glasses off to really talk about how good this place is. It's so delightful. They even have a back patio area, like a little porch in an alley. It's it's just really, really not even quaint. It's just homey. First of all, you're going to go downstairs into like a little subfloor to go into the building itself. And um, once you enter, you're in another world. They've got Christmas lights or, you know, the little flashing lights strung around you can smell the, the age of the building as far as you can smell there's been food there forever. I mean, it, it's kind of like stepping back in time. The, the paintings on the wall, everything is just so... Period. I mean, it's just... It's, it's really taking it back to a time when Hamtramck was almost new. As far as you can feel the history of all the people who have eaten there. It's just a fixture. It, I'm almost lost for words. I'm like almost verklempt because I just want to say so much about it. You've got to go. If you love pork, this is the place for you because they love pork. I remember the last time we went, my husband and I were sitting there and I was eating the dill pickle soup and they were in the back just basically butchering this little like side of of pig it's hog and I was like yep that's homemade it doesn't get much more homemade than that and he was just enjoying himself I've got a photo somewhere of him just just digging in and the joy on his face was everything for me now I want to point out that of course it is a melting pot it is a mixing bowl of different ethnicities it's not just Polish as far as you know the population but that is the primary population there 
but of course you have African American, you have American Africans, you have Serbians, you have Bosnians, you have the Yemenis, you have so many different nationalities in that area and in that small city. They even have the Detroit Zen Center inside Hamtramck. So there's a, a Korean population there as well. And uh, it's actually, I think, uh, yes, you can actually book retreat time at the Detroit Zen Center if you wanted to. And the spirit there, there's pirate radio station there. There's, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. But yes, we do have pirate radio stations still alive and well in Michigan. And it's just wonderful. There's every kind of expression you can think of within this little place. Everything from uh, super conservative to uh, conservative traditional Bosnian Muslim uh, you know, culture to, all the way to modern uh, Chaldean culture, uh, African American, young urban culture, and I hate that word urban because people use it too much. But it is there is a difference between rural and and urban, and there's just every kind of mix there. But overall, you're going to see that eagle fly. You're gonna see that red and white, and the food reflects it, and it's so good. If you want a little history on it, you can look up uh, the auto industry and find out when the people founded this little Polish enclave and why. And and it's a really good read. It's a really good diversion on a cold day to find out about it. It's also one of the places where you went to learn more about the labor movement here in Michigan and in Poland. Remember Lech Walesa? Uh, I do. I remember I used to study at the Midwest Labor Institute when I was younger, but that was many, many years ago. And one of the things I loved would uh, be going to Hamtramck and eating with other people as we talked about the world and the workers of the world and everything else. One day I'll talk to you about the wobbly kitchen there. I was also talking to young Republicans at those same meals. So uh, Michigan really is a melting pot. Let's get back to the food and the, the restaurant itself. Now, if you're a vegan, you might feel, oh, everything's pork-based. I can't eat there. No, hon, that's not true. You can eat the vegan options. There are vegan options on the menu. You can have something like the pierogi. The pierogi, you can get the onion and cheese, and you'll be covered. I'm not a fan of farmer's cheese, I thought farmer's cheese was going to taste good, and to some people it does, but it's a sweet cheese, and I, the first time I had it, I wasn't ready, so it wasn't it. It just, it just wasn't it, but I'm, I'm becoming accustomed to it. That's when you realize that there's a reason that when you're eating pierogi, you can dip them either in sour cream or applesauce. Don't judge me. Do not judge me. I dip my pierogi in applesauce and I will not be shamed. It's so good to me and I'm not changing. But there's other pierogi too. In addition to that, you can also have the dill pickle soup. I can make dill pickle, dill pickle soup here. It's really, really good and it is not going to uh, be something that's going to be beyond the vegan palate because you don't have to use meat in true dill pickle soup. So 
that would be something I would highly recommend there. I enjoyed it. I, I definitely got to the bottom of my bowl, which was a feat because they give you generous portions. But definitely, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's good to do. So I would recommend that. One of the things I love is that I know that the ingredients are fresh at the restaurant because I've seen them prepare them from the from the front. I can see down to the back. And I can see them chopping and, and seasoning and things like that. And that means a lot. I mean, the, the ways that they prepare the food haven't changed. And it's very clean there. I can say that. I can definitely say it's very clean. I know that in older restaurants, you often have uh, situations where things are compromised, but in this particular case, not that. It's it's clean. The standards are very, very high, and the bar is immaculate. There's so many alcohols there, so many drink options from around the world. Me, myself, I'm not a big drinker, as you know, but definitely you've got to stop and get the blackberry brandy. If you don't have the blackberry brandy and you're a drinker and you come to Polish town, um, as far as you come to Hamtramck and you go down into that basement and you don't try it, you're missing out, I promise you. It's a special taste. If you've never had it, it could be shocking to your palate. Oh, look, there's a rhyme. I do that sometimes. Hey. Oh, come on, that was funny. Fine. All right, but it's really, really good. Give it a try. And I don't think that everything is just main courses because you can get the compote. Now, I was talking about the compote. Now, they have two kinds. They have a tropical kind and they have a winter kind. And you can taste the difference. And they're not just uh, the kind that's just one fruit. It's a mix. So let me, let me get my glasses back on and read to you the, some of the differences in the two. The tropical has jackfruit, figs, persimmons, oranges, and honey, along with, I think I said persimmons, and some cinnamon and good seasonings. And if you know about this, that's great. If not, maybe we should do an episode on how to make one, but that sounds delightful. And then there's the other one, and that's the winter one. Now that one has raisins, prunes, apples, cherries, and berries, along with some other seasonings like clove. And that sounds absolutely wonderful as well. I don't know if you know about me, but one of my favorite uh, fruit blends is forest fruits. I have that tea all the time. There's a Polish tea I drink all the time, and it has the forest fruit flavor. I can't quite describe it to you unless you've had it. Just think about adding certain berries together, and, and you'll get close. It's just really good. Um, as you can tell, our household has a diverse palate. One weekend it could be Polish, another it could be Russian, another it could be German, it could be Asian fusion, uh, we could definitely do Southern American, which is soul food, we could do Appalachian, alright, I know you're going to say Appalachian, you sticklers out there, I'm sorry, the people who live down in Appalachia said it's Appalachia, so it's Appalachian, okay, <laughs> and um, it could be anything, I mean, we've had Indian food here, he loves my butter chicken and my chicken marsala, but 
Um, personally, I like the Tika a little bit better. I mean, it really comes down to what we're in the mood for. I make a really good Greek lemon rice soup, so it depends on what you want. But when we want Polish food, we want real Polish food, and Polish Village is the place. Let's talk about what it looks like as far as the front. So when you make that trip down Yaman Street, or Yaman Street, to find Polish Village, and you first walk up to the building, you see this big three-story building, and it's got these beautiful white railings at the top on, a, on like a little terrace or a porchway, and then, or, well really it's more of a balcony if it's up that high, and then you've got this large red awning that says Polish Village Cafe. Everything is in white and red. You're sensing a the theme here, right? Right? Okay. And then you, you look for your door and you go down and the door has been varnished to within an inch of its life. And you go into that, that beautiful environment and you've got these scenes, these, these beautiful scenes in stained glass. And you've got these old photographs. It's just, it's chef's kiss is what they call it. And you go down there and you see this old bar. And it also is polished to within an inch of its life. And it's chock full of these wonderful uh, liquors and beers. And these beers are real beers. Not to say that other beers aren't. But these are old world beers and some really good microbrews. You will love it there. You will absolutely love it. If beer is your thing, especially oat-based beer, this is where you need to go. I'm not a giant beer fan. I mean, I grew up drinking beer, but it's it's not my thing. I, I'm not a big indulger in, in spirits and in uh, wines, liquors, beers. That's a personal choice. I don't judge those who do imbibe. I mean, I've, I've had alcohol, but if, if I were going to go there and maybe uh, the city of Warren's Dragon Mead Brewery would probably be the two places that I would get any kind of unusual beer outside of a good old-fashioned Budweiser. And, and I know Budweiser is cheap beer. I like Coors Light too. Don't judge me. It is what it is. You know, <clears throat> when I was younger, I was young enough to remember being bused to my middle school. That's how old I am. I was during the time of busing integration and across the street was Hamtramck from my school and I remember it was so fun to be able to meet so many people from different different faiths and different backgrounds. One of my, my closest friends at that time was Sheila Havel and she was German Jewish and she was just the most beautiful human soul I've ever known. I also made friends with several other people in my classes. I met uh, Polish girls, I met German girls, I met African girls from Senegal. I met so many different people and it was just really a uniquely international bit of Detroit that was going on. I will say this though, and this is something that I loved was the music. I could go from listening to the Polish Muslims, uh, to Lawrence Welk, to Motley Crue, all in the same day. 
to Polish Muslims as a band. And they had a great song called Who Stole the Kishka. If you've never heard it, you gotta hear it. And that's one of the reasons I put the music on today's episode that I did called The Snare Bounce Polka by Kevin McLeod. Or I used to say Kevin McLeod, but I know better now. It's Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Thanks, Kevin, for letting us use this music. Because I wanted you to really get the full feeling of, of being there when I'm talking about this place. Okay, quick correction. Who Stole the Kishka was by Weird Al's dad, Frank Yankovich. So, I don't want you thinking that I don't know that the Polish Muslims did a cover. I want to be clear. And if you are coming to Michigan and you do stop by the Polish village and you get something to eat, don't forget to explore the rest of the city. They've got some really great shops, some really great bars. There's a bar that when I was hanging out with the people who were celebrating the solstice in Pope Park one year, they had french fries there that were fried in duck fat. And I've, I had never heard of such a thing because, you know, our minds expand all the time and we learn new things. And I remember that they actually tasted uh, good, I guess. According to my husband, I still haven't eaten duck because I had pet ducks and my parents ate my ducks and I was like, I can't eat duck now. That's another story. That's trauma. Trauma. And we'll get into that another day. But he he said they were wonderful and they also had so many delightful uh, little enclaves. If you go, you can definitely get some of the best jewelry you you want at a reasonable price in those little shops you can find the great hat that's where one of the the best hat shops i knew of used to be they have of course you know church clothes because it's very strong faith based community and you can also find exotic material bundles as well in more of the uh bosnian side because they have so many outfits you can buy, so much jewelry you can buy that has a different taste and a different tone. So you can definitely find so much there. And don't forget to, vi- to visit Polish Disneyland or Hamtramck Disneyland. I'm sorry, it's Hamtramck Disneyland because a man took his yard and turned it into this amazing collection of fantastical things. But let's get back to the show. You know, I keep talking about how they have that old school charm, but I think I need to be clear. They weren't founded in the 50s or the 40s. They were founded in the 70s, 1978 to be precise. And I would have been, well, we won't talk about how old I would have been back then. When I was here, I was alive and I was going, I was going there because my parents bought furniture uh, in, in Hamtramck. So I definitely was around, but I will say this, um, they are so much a part of the fabric of not only Hamtramck, but Michigan. They are just absolutely amazing um, as far as a restaurant and as a cultural time capsule. They say that they're the best 
food west of Warsaw. So that tells you how confident they are in the level of flavors and um, just cuisine that they have available. When I went uh, the last time, I had garlic chicken. It was so good. The only complaint I had was that there was so much of it that I had to take some home. I was struggling trying to get that, that down. It was so good. Why do I sound like I'm from Minnesota right now? That's so weird. Um, I don't know what that's about. When we went there, we were sitting next to the most beautiful um, family. I remember because I think they were Tahitian and it was so good. Yeah, it was Tahitian and Japanese. It was a Tahitian and Japanese couple and they were eating and they were having a blast. So definitely come on out to um, Polish Village if you wind up coming to Detroit area. Uh, because they're inside Detroit, but they're in the city that's inside the city. And and check out Polish Village. You know, I love sharing places that are good with my friends. And we're friends, right? And I wanted to, to show you that there's so much more to Detroit than you may have heard. If you do visit, make sure you go by Pope Park. It's a piece of history. And it's a small little taste of just how international Detroit and the cities within it are. And I wish you well. I wish you good journeys, especially if you come here. And I wish you would listen again for more information about Polish Village and other restaurants here on my magical cottage core life.